Here goes, and welcome to the 83rd episode of Throwback Hoops, Woody V in the house. As always, please follow the show on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast. We appreciate everyone's ongoing support. And as always, after a few, I'm joined our main man, Robbie Clayton. What's up, man? What's up, Woods? Yeah, it's nice to be back, isn't it? It's, um, what, three weeks, I think, since we did our last one? Um, sort of getting back to doing that um, weekly. I think that'll be starting again soon, but no, I've been looking forward to, to kick it with you again, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So now you did speak to me um, a few weeks ago and you said, look, man, we haven't worn a, a, a Sonics jerseys. Let's make it a Sonic theme episode, right? We, we we dropped in on one of our previous episodes. We were going to do that. Here we are, man, with some, some three beautiful jerseys and a uh, Sonics hat on myself. So why don't you take us away? It's a big Sonics day. Yeah, no, it's good, actually. I kept that sort of spreadsheet. I told you last time, oh, we didn't have many Memphis ones, so I rocked a couple of Memphis ones. And I think we'd only had the one Sonics one, I think, going far. That was me with showing a Gary Payton jersey ages ago. So, yeah, like you said, three um, three that we're rocking today. So I'll just talk a little bit about the, the one that's hanging up there. A little bit crumpled up. I do apologize. It's been stuck in the, the champion jersey um, cupboard. But... A Sam Perkins, Green Champion Sonics jersey. Um, so a little bit on the man known as Big Smooth. Uh, he played 16 seasons in the NBA after being drafted out of North Carolina by the Mavs at pick four in the 84 draft. So he was one pick after college teammate Michael Jordan and one pick before Charles Barkley. So we know all about that draft, of course, Woods. Um, so, yeah, Perkins played with the Mavs, Lakers, Sonics, and Pacers. So he managed to, you know, pretty long career playing with only a few teams. Um Similar to the player you're going to tell us about later, I think he was a bit of a player that was ahead of his time. Um, the big man was a very handy three-point shooter. Um, we won't call it a three-point jump shot, though, given that he basically he didn't even leave the floor when he shot. <laughs> shot. Left-hand sort of sling there. But yeah. um, he had some really good games. I think he might have had the first ever eight out of eight three-point shooting game as well, which is amazing back then. Um, so his accolades were NBA or rookie team in 85. Um, he won an Olympic gold medal in 84 and also an NCAA championship in 82. Um, on, of course, that North Carolina team that featured Michael Jordan, James Worthy, and, of course, the late Cecil Exxon. Rest in peace um, to Cecil there. So um, Perkins is currently 62, uh, continues to help uh, and work with youth as part of the NBA. Cares initiative. So I thought that was a pretty cool one. What's Sam Perkins? I know either of us awesome. wanted that name for a while. Love so, it. Yeah. Love it. Um, look, I'll just stand up. It's exactly the same um, era of jersey, but it's a different player. But I'll stand up and show you who I'm rocking today. And Robbie's wearing the champion Sonics number 42 Vin Baker jersey. And, uh, I know you're liking that one. Love and Baker. Love that draft as well, actually. So we yeah, speak about I, great drafts. Yeah. So it's funny. I was reading yeah. through a bit of an article about Baker there. I think it's been well documented, all of his, you know, the issues he had in the past. But it's great to see him now as an assistant coach and going so well. But anyway, a little bit about him, Wood. So um, he was drafted out of Hartford, so a pretty random college there by the Bucks at pick eight in the 93 draft. Um, he had a 13-year career spending time with the Bucks, Sonics, Celtics, Knicks, Rockets, and Clippers. So... Didn't, it wasn't all smooth sailing for Baker. He battled with his weight, um, depression, and also alcohol, which impacted him later in his career, but still put together a very impressive resume, including, a, a pretty, listen to this, Woods, four-time NBA All-Star. Um, he was a one-time All-NBA second team, one-time All-NBA third team, all-rookie team in 94. He won a gold medal for the U.S. at the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Um, and, yeah, he earned a championship ring as part of the coaching staff on the 2021 Bucks. Um, so... 
51 years old currently, still an assistant with the Bucks. He's managed to, to hold that job with, with Budenholzer going. Um, apparently really popular with the players there. I know him and Giannis are really close there. Um, his son, Vin Baker Jr., is trying to find a spot in the NBA as well and was on a couple of summer league teams. But, yeah, what were your memories on, on I guess, Sam Perkins and on, on Vin Baker there, Woods? Sam Perkins, obviously, as you said, you know, much before his time, um, that great North Carolina team had a very long career. Um, I remember him actually, you know, playing with towards the end, obviously, there on, on some of those really good Sonics teams as well, right? And where did he go after the Sonics? He had a stop. So he's forward, finished off he? with Indiana. Yeah. Indiana, so that's, that's right. Finished, that's right. Finished yeah. his career there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know, Vin Baker just growing up, you know, remember, I remember him on that Olympic team. Um, people forget that he was an all-star multiple times, but, you know, in, yeah. in those days, yeah. I feel like we featured a few guys, Woods, that we've mentioned that thing that, you know, they ended up having problems with drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. So it just shows you some of these guys that we sort of, you know, really looked up to and had great careers but possibly could have achieved more had they not have had those, you know, personal off-court problems. Well, to all our... Uh to all our uh, listeners and viewers, there's a great documentary on Vin Baker on YouTube you can watch where he talks about some of the struggles he had and how he came out of it on the other end and turned his life around. So, um, awesome, awesome stories. I mm. honestly suggest that you check that out. For sure. But no, I enjoyed rocking this today. Nice to, to sort of fish. I don't Definitely. think I've ever worn this jersey as well. It's just been sitting there unworn for about 15 years. So it was nice to actually put it on for a special yep. occasion. And see, so you're rocking an even old, more old school one there. So why don't you, you take us away with yours? Yeah, sure. This week. So Woods are standing up rocking the old school number 11 Sonics Detlef Shrimp jersey. Gotta love that one. I don't, think there's, many, I don't think there's many people the Vin Baker, Detlef Shrimp. Or Sam Perkins' jersey, man, right? Pretty, pretty good trio, for sure, yeah. You talk about the NBA and the globalization of it and players from all over the world these days, especially from Europe, right? There were some pioneers that paved and left was one of those, you know, coming from, from Germany in the 1985 draft. He's the eighth overall pick, the Dallas Mavericks. Really, when he was traded to the Indiana Pacers, that he, he became a regular in, in, in rotations. But um, yes, 85 to 89, Dallas had, had, had four decent years, 89 to 93, Indiana Pacers, and most, most famously with the Seattle Super Six, 93 to 99, and finished up the Port Trail Blazers, 99 to 2001. Um, yeah, what do you remember about Detlef, man? I remember him being on Parks and Recreation. That's one thing. I Definitely. I was, I was about him. Poor Pawnee, Indiana. Um, but no, I definitely remember him as just a very versatile player, um, you know, inside-outside game, very high IQ. Um, yeah, it's funny. I actually studied um, German growing up in high school and everything like that. So I think I always paid attention to some of those, you know, German guys back then, of which there wasn't a lot, was there? So he was clearly right. the, the standout there, I think. And check out his accolades. Three-time NBA All-Star in 93, 95, and 97. All-NBA third team in 95. Two-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year in 91 and 92. German player in 1992. So this guy has a lot of achievements. And, and you, you talk about being versatile. In, in the 1990 season with Indiana, 19.1 points, right? Six assists, 9.5 rebounds, right? And this is... Coming, coming off the bench as a sixth man. Think about those numbers. And, and he's shooting mid-40s, you know, low-50s, career 40% three-point, attempting a few shots a game. You know, you, you talk about a guy like Dirk Nowitzki from Germany as well, seven-footer, could shoot the three. Well, before, before Dirk was a, a country of his dead left shrimp, 
who's doing that. And, and you know, a lot of the European players were encouraged even back then to, to take those outside shots, even from four five spots. So um, that was... Um, he rocked a pretty cool yeah. hairstyle as well. That's probably another thing I remember from him. Yeah. Yep. And in addition, yeah, he did. He still looks very, very good today. Um, and in addition to being on uh, Parks and Recreation, he's been on Married with Children. Uh, he's been on Frasier. Uh, he's been an IBM in an IBM commercial, and even to this day, he uh, uh, works as a business officer in a wealth management firm at Seattle. So he's still still uh, having a successful career post playing. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right, so Robbie, I thought let's. I mean, it's a bit of a lull period at the moment in, in the world of basketball, but what we do have coming very soon. Um, Starting on the 25th of August, Friday, is the FIBA Men's World Cup. So I thought, why don't we go through the various different groups? Uh, a lot of groups, eight groups, actually, in, in the mm. tournament. And let's have a look at which teams are in each group. And maybe give uh, our thoughts on who would the top two will progress from each group. I've got to say, as well, it's certainly right? a competition yeah. I'm always looking forward to. There's a lot more teams in, you know, yeah. making it to the Olympics there. Like you said, there's not a lot happening in the world of basketball. So... I'm really looking forward to it. just looking at some of the rosters and everything today. So not exactly sure what the coverage will be, but yeah, looking forward to consume a lot of it. All right, for sure. So let's go through group group. Why don't you tell the uh, uh, audience who aren't looking at my screen right now, uh, the audio listeners, uh, four teams in Group A. Yeah, so we've got Angola, Dominican Republic, Philippines, and Italy. So a bit of a, bit of a mixed bag of teams there, right? Uh, should say as well, Woods, um, did you notice that there's a really big team that's not in the World Cup that didn't make it? Did that stand out to you when you were doing your notes? The number four team in the world. And the reason I'm mentioning them is because they actually lost... Argentina. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, They lost to the Dominican Republic, which is why I mentioned that. So I thought that was a pretty big thing there, fourth in the world. Um, They've obviously been a team that's really... um, They actually went eight and four in qualifying, but then lost tiebreakers to Venezuela or Brazil and then lost to the Dominican Republic. And they've made the quarterfinals in the last five Olympics, so that's probably a huge team missing out. But look, in terms of these teams here... um, yeah, I was looking at Philippine Ross today. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, he's probably a chance of leading the whole comp in scoring, I would have thought. He's going to put up a lot of points on that team. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, probably my two picks would be the D- Dominican Republic and Italy would be the two to come yep. through. Um, any arguments that, with that? That's what I've got. Yeah. No, no, I've got that. And you look at Italy, they've got you know, Simone Fontecchio, uh, Nico Mian. I think they're, from memory there's someone else there. Um, I think those two, right? Oh, oh, Luigi Determi, you know, he's, he would be yeah. on there, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, Nicola Melli, I think, yeah. Yeah, and Dominican Republic is stacked, aren't they? Yeah, Chris Duarte, is it? No, is he in Dominican Republic or is he on... Um, he's Puerto Rico. Which team he? is he on? Yeah, no, 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 he's Dominican Republic. Chris Duarte is in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. yeah. Now, in terms of Dominican Republic, I've got that. Right. Al Horford, right, as well, I think, maybe. Yeah, of course. So, you know, Big yeah, Cat yeah. as and well. So, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, so they've got a good court. Yeah. It's same with Big Cat and, and, um, and Al Horford's yeah. going to go pretty far anyway. So, yeah, definitely expect that they will get through to the next round as well. Um, yeah, what do you want to take right, away so with move. Group B? Yeah. yeah. So, Group B, we've got South Sudan, we've got Serbia, we've got China, and we've got Puerto Rico. What are you thinking there? Surely South Sudan's going to be a second team of all the Aussies, right? Given that, you know, half sure. the team is filled. It's a shame yeah. that um, JLA will obviously be missing out because he would have been a big part of that team there. Um, I still think they're going to get through South Sudan. Uh, my prediction really? would be them and Serbia to get through with apologies to China and, and um, 
uh, slow mo, Kyle Anderson on that team is someone that I enjoy watching. And you know, I do think um, South Sudan's got what it takes here. I think they're going to be a pretty um, good defensive team with all their length there. Yeah, I'll probably say them in Serbia. Did you have different there? Or? Yeah, I was, I was probably thinking China. I mean, you've got Joe Chi there as well. Um, yeah, okay, no, I, I like that. Give Sudan, give me some names. You got um, Sunday Dutch playing, right? You got. Um, uh, yeah, Majok Deng there. Yeah, I think Majok Deng yep. will be playing, yeah, right? right. Yep. yep. Um, uh, a few others there. So, uh, um, so yeah, a couple of sort of lesser-known guys like Deng Akuth, um, Kwani Kwani. Yep. We've got Bull Kwol. Kwani Kwani. Yeah, Bull Kwol. Yep. Yeah, yep, I know. That we think about, about how excited he was. Yeah, and he'll be locking on, down on, players yeah. as well, won't he? Yeah. So, yeah, I like that team. I mean, look at the defense we've got on that team with Sunday Detch and Bull Kwol and you know, those sort of guys there. So, Joe Luala Chul is going to be a bit of a miss, a bit yeah, of a um, loss for them, right? Yeah, and then Serbia, see. you've obviously got, um, you know, you've got both bogies, Bogdan, Bogdanovic and Boyan are both playing. I think right. one of them's only one playing. Of them's, one of them's Croatian, so he's definitely not playing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Bo- Bo- Bogdan Bo- Bogdanovic will play, and then you're yeah. going to have Nikola... Jovic, Jovic is playing. Is, yeah, is... he's probably going to be their go-to guy. Look, it's probably a team that there's not a lot of, you know, household names there, um, but I think, the, you know, they're a team that manages to stay together quite often, and that's, I think they're going to be... Why is it going to play? Um, not sure. There's, I guess there's a few people sort of... I guess it is so close to an NBA season this year as well, so there's probably a few random people that aren't playing yeah. and everything like that, but I still think they'll get through to the to the round of 16 anyway. I think Poku Serbian, right? He might be on that team. Um, yeah... Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, he is. Okay. No worries. Let's move to Group C. Yeah, so Group C, I mean, obviously that's the USA group there. That's the the one that probably a lot of people will be watching there. I thought they got a reasonably easy easy pool, I've got to say there. Um, I don't mind that New Zealand team, though, Woods. Not just because half of them play for my Perth Wildcats, but um, I I quite like some of the names on that. You've got young guys like Flynn Cameron there. Um, You've got the Foto brothers. Um, Then you've got a lot of the Wildcats guys, like I said, the Webster brothers, Hiram Harris. Um, Yeah, Toe smith Norner. They've got some size on the team. Um, Yeah, um, Ruben... Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about the other two teams that are on there? So USA and New Zealand, you mentioned. USA, I mean, that's probably... People probably know about that team there. I actually don't mind what they've done. They've picked a team, you know, not... It's not a team of superstars, but that starting five they ran out against Puerto Rico. I think they had um, Jalen Brunson and Anthony Edwards in the backcourt, and then they went with um, uh, Triple J... um, Help me with this one, Woods. I know it was a good defensive sort of lineup with the other the other two guys they had in that starting five. Miles Bridges and yep. the guy who's escaping me now. But when I saw that, I thought that's a pretty handy team there. And obviously you've got guys like Austin Reeves and a few other people like that. Um, so look, I think USA will certainly be fine in this division, um, this pool. We'll see how they go in the other ones. Um, yeah, don't know a whole lot about Jordan and, and Greece. Um, obviously, Greece. Well, yeah, clarity there. So it's Jordan, USA, Greece, and New Zealand, right? Yeah. In that yep. in that group. Yep. So you're going to go with New Zealand and, and USA, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm taking. And is it wrong that I think of Ali G when I hear Jordan as well, when he's just like, you know, why did they name a country after Michael Jordan? That's the first thing I think of, the <laughs> Ali G movie. But, that... Yeah, I'd love to see New Zealand get through. I mean, obviously, it's going to be pretty tough given that, you know, USA is a lock in that group. So I think it probably will come down to Greece. Well, we know Giannis has ruled himself out more than likely, right? With the yeah. ongoing injury at the moment. So, well, the Bucks would be happy about that. Yeah, I think it's going to come yeah. down to New Zealand and Greece. It could definitely come down to the head-to-head game between them. But yeah. no, be sure. interesting group. The other, the other brothers are going to be playing like Tanasis and Costas. For, I read somewhere. Yeah. I think. So. And, and the other random one that always um, turns up in the All Star weekend. Alex right? is not on it. Yeah. Alex is not on it. Right. Yeah, it's just those yeah. two from yeah. memory. Okay. Cool. Let's move on. And why don't you tell the audience uh, the four teams in the next group, which is Group D. 
Now, this is a random group, I've got to say. So we've got, um, what, Egypt, Mexico, Montenegro, Lithuania. Um, yeah. Lithuania would be the first team I'd be choosing to, to go through there. Um, I was a little bit stuck on this one, I've got to say, Woods, when I was looking through these other teams. I mean, Lithuania's team uh, ranked number eight in the world, so you'd think they'd be pretty likely to go through. Um, they've got some guys like uh, Montejunas. Um, who else they got on that team? Um yeah, he's probably the, the main one that sort of had NBA experience there. Um, but, yeah, I, and, and Valentinus, of course. Yeah, can't forget him. Yep. Um, you help me out. Who do you think will be the second team? Obviously, you'll have Lithuania as well. Who do you see? Mo- the I've got Montenegro as the second team. There's a little bit of yeah. Montenegro. Who, who's that? Do you know? Uh, that is Kendrick Perry, the ex-Sydney King. Kendrick right? Perry, yeah. one of my, my wife's favourite players, right? Yeah, that's, Kendrick a, that's, a, that's a random one, isn't it, to see him play for Montenegro. Like Kendrick so. Perry will be there. He's yeah. been part of the Montenegro team for a while now after you know, playing. I see they've got a massive extended roster still, so they've obviously got to make some cuts there. Um, Nikola Vucevic as well. So he's probably the, the big-name player on that team there. So, yeah, I think that'll be pretty handy. I can oh, see... Yeah, it's Montenegro. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, so I can see really? those two teams being the teams that yeah. go through there. So, yeah, interesting. They've got some good beards on that team as well, the Montenegro team. The but... reason I thought um, Nikola Vucevic was Serbian, but yeah, I guess, yeah. Similar um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and who's the other team there? Uh, so, Mexico and Egypt. So, Egypt, yeah, okay, no, 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 no idea. No, nah, I do feel like those teams, unless Allah Abdul Nabi is making a comeback, I don't think those teams are going to be doing a whole lot. <laughs> All right. Let's turn our attention to Groupie. Who are the four teams there? Look, I really like this That's group. Our group. That's our group. Yeah. I think it's probably the toughest group we've said so far. I don't know why we, we got in such a hard group. But, um, yeah, we've got Germany, Finland, Australia, and Japan. So, you know, I mean, I'd love to think that we will automatically go through. I think it's going to be tough, Woods. I mean, teams this like... This is the death group, man. This really is the is. death group, really right? Is. Like, seriously, we... have read out. Yeah, I mean, Finland's a much improved team. Larry Markin will be leading them from the front. Japan's looking good as well these days. They've, they've certainly got an improved team. Um, look, on paper, you'd look at it and think, oh, yeah, it's going to be Australia and Germany that go through. But, yeah, I could see... You just wouldn't want to lose one of those early games. You know, if Australia were to somehow get upset against Finland or Japan there, they could be in a world of trouble there. So um, the Japan team's got Udai Bubba as well, of course, NBL connection. Yeah, Nick um, Nick Fizikas is there. Like, yeah, Rui Hachimura, of course. So coming off a, a pretty man. decent player from with the Lakers. So, Yuta Watanabe's there, I think. Yes, yeah, as well. He'd be playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're a much improved team. Um, yeah, and, good team. And Germany as well. I mean, you know, Germany's, you know, it's yeah, even, Germany, yeah. You know, you've got guys like um, Daniel Tice. Isaac Bonga, yeah, Max Kleber. Um, yeah. The, um, the Wagner brothers. Yeah, exactly. About to say from Orlando. Yeah. So that's Daniel like, uh, Vanilla, Vanilla Tice is there. Yeah, Daniel Schroeder, yeah. man. Whoa. That's a Germany, lot of talent. Germany is like, stacked, man. Right? I mean, yeah. this is clearly the toughest group we've talked about so far. Oh, right? man. Yeah. We're not guaranteed to get out of there. In Finland, look, I don't think... I mean, obviously, there's, there's market, but I don't... I don't Think there's many other um, familiar faces on that no, roster. No, there's not yeah. really. But I mean, Markin's going to have to put up some numbers. He could be giving um, Jordan Clarkson a run for his money for, for you know high yeah. score and that. But yeah, almost feels like three. Like to think. Going to two there. And I just might mention that you want to mention that the people that have been cut from the Australian team are the three mm-hmm. big men: Thon Maker, Keanu Pinder, and Sam Froling. So that you know trims the roster down to 15 and uh Australia have to trim that even further to to 12. So uh, it's uh, it's a job that um. It's going to be a tough job there for... for yeah, we've got a couple right? of games coming up as well, don't we? I'm not sure, again, if they're going to be tele- televised. It's been hard to find that information there, but, yeah, they've got a couple of games. I think after that, they'll make their final um, trims there. So oh, it's going to be interesting to see if guys like Delhi make it, who makes it between Cooks and Jack White. There's some, some really interesting camp battles there. So looking forward to follow that with interest for sure. 
All right, so that's what I tell you, Beth. We've got Slovenia, we've got Cape Verde, Georgia, and Venezuela. <laughs> this is another random we've got group, that right? Division. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Slovenia will, you know, will easily have the best team there, of course, being led by Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest, Woods. I don't know anything about the other three teams. I can sort of go off people that used to play in the past and Zaza for Georgia and, you know, Venezuela, maybe, I don't know. Herrera or something like that back in the day, but yeah, don't know a lot about those teams. Um, well, yes, I know Goran Dragic is out. I know his brothers playing um, for Slovenia and that, but I mean they're going to obviously clearly get through. That's probably the weakest division we've we've talked about so far. The weakest pool, I should say. Would you agree? Yeah, probably. There was one earlier with Egypt and you know South Sudan. Was that the one? There's also yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, there's a connection to the NBL for Venezuela. Michael Carrera, hothead import who played for the Cairns Taipans many years ago, he plays for Venezuela, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, probably not. Probably don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this this pool there. But no. yeah, it's interesting about Carrera. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah that's my Group G. Do you want to tell the uh, audience who's uh, in, in Group G? Yeah, so we've got Iran, Spain. Um, is that Ivory Coast? Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast. Yep. Cote d'Ivoire, yeah. And Brazil, yeah. So it almost feels like a, a soccer pool, that one, with some of the teams there. Um, I mean, look, Spain. <laughs> Clearly, I mean they're the number one ranked team in the world, aren't they? So they're gonna yep. they're gonna easily get through. Um, yeah, second team in that one, Brazil. Brazil, man. I'll Brazil, tell you some of the names that are Brazil: yeah. Bruno Cabacolo, you got Cristiano Felicio, Didi Lozada, man, um, and you got Tim Suarez. Yeah, there, so, so two ex Sydney Kings players of all of all sorts yep. of players there. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So yeah, that's probably not too bad a roster, isn't it? Um, Iran, I can't see being too much trouble. Ivory Coast are probably the unknown, though, aren't they? I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know a lot about them there. Looking at their their roster now, there's not any names that are sort of I'm too familiar with, but probably be expecting some athleticism with a team like those guys. Um, maybe some excitement there. Um, In Spain, you've got Alexa Prince, you've got Aldama, I think, Victor Clever. Who else is there? <laughs> And Juancho, Usman Garuba, Rudy Fernandez. Feels like an aging team to me. It seems like an aging team. You know, almost like that Argentina team where it's just sort of bottomed out a little bit there. I mean, you wonder if, you know, Spain, you assume they'd have some young guys coming through. But yeah, this is, well, I think a team like Australia with all that young talent we've got now is going to be so exciting to to watch. We've lost Ricky Rubio as well. I think we'll get get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, Um, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about the final group. Do you want to tell the the, uh, last group? Yeah, this is a, this is a pretty good group as well, I reckon. It so is, we've got, it is um, indeed. Yeah. Canada, Latvia, Lebanon, and France. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably the. It's probably similar to our pool, isn't it? I mean, obviously that Canada team, whew, loaded, right? That's Some really good loaded. players on that. Um, you know, that backcourt of SGA and Jamal Murray. I mean, that isn't. <laughs> that's the best backcourt by far out of any of those teams. Yeah. There, um, France seemed to have had a few players. I don't know. Wemby played in a few qualifying games. He's definitely not playing in this. Um, so France. You know, look, you'd certainly expect them to be the second team to go through with Canada. I'm just looking at that that French team now. Um, the team de Colo, you've got Gobert, you've got Yabasele. Yeah, I think you'd have Frank, names, isn't there? Frankie Nicoltina, Nicoltina, I think uh, Evanier would probably be there, right? Yeah. I think still, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Neil Akinis just changed teams again, I think I saw as well in the NBA. So, yeah, look, that is a pretty strong roster, isn't it? And some veterans there that have played a lot of time together too. And obviously you've got the, you know, the big... The Stifle Tower inside with Rudy. So, yeah, I'd say that's pretty easy, that pool with, with France and um, well, Canada. You mentioned Canada, right? You know, you've got Nikhil Alexander-Walker, RJ Barrett, O'Shea Brissett, Dylan Brooks, yeah. Lugens Dort, 
You know, you mentioned Corey Joseph. Uh, Kelly uh, Corey, jo- Corey Joseph just pulled out actually. Um, okay. Dwight Powell. Yeah, so Kelly, uh, yeah, Dwight Powell, Kevin Pangos, who was actually so um, Kevin Pangos. I saw him play yeah, in Australia yeah, when they were here recently. Yeah. He's a gun, that guy. Really good. Player. Yeah, so he's great at the international level as well. And he'll probably get a big yeah. role with someone like Corey Joseph out. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be a really strong team, aren't they? This they're going to be good, man. They're more stacked than us, right? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. They, I mean, yeah. They, they look like a similar sort of style roster to us. With the, there's some big names on that team, for sure. All right, that's great. Really excited. Looking forward to it. Um, on the 25th of... Uh, Friday, 25th of August. Do we know yeah, that yeah. we're we'll going to be televising things like that yet? No. We'll be back. No, I think we'll be doing it again. I think we, we'll talk about it at the end probably. Once we're going to have a, a one more week off next week and then be back on every week after that. So that'll be the week before yep. that starts. So we can certainly update, you know, who the final Australian team was because that's going to be such an interesting battle. And, Do you know if the yeah. games are going to be on free-to-air or KO or what? Is that? Um, have you looked into that yet? I think I heard it's ESPN because I think... Um, isn't... Yep. Um, what was the podcast the other day? Trevor Gleeson's going to be commentating with... Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, with um, with our mate, um, uh, help me out, Woods. Um, um, Kane. Oh, Kane Pittman. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Kane yeah, and yeah. Trevor Gleeson will be commentating. I think Andrew Gaze might be doing some commentary as well. So definitely going to be ESPN there. I'm not sure how much I'll be spread. I'd love that they get, if they had every game, if they had like a dedicated channel, but not sure how that'll go. But yeah, looking forward to it for sure. All right. Awesome. Now I'll get into a bit of quick NBA free agency. There's been. Why don't you start off with talk telling us about this little-known uh, import that the Perth Wildcats have signed? It's interesting. I did my notes yesterday, and at that stage, it was still announced by Olgan, you know, Olgan, the newsbreaker on Twitter, you know, about five days ago, and it was finally made official today by the Wildcats and the NBL. So, yeah, Jordan Usher, um, six-seven swingman. Um, he's an Atlanta native, Wood, so someone for us to get behind. He went to Georgia Tech, um, yep. played in Turkey last year. So continues that trend of the Wildcats. We love getting young imports now. So whether it was someone like Mooney a few years ago, Brady Manic last year, and now Jordan Usher. So I quite like what I've seen from him, I've got to say. Um, seems like definitely like a, a 3 and D type player. Um, he's got uh, motivation to come out here and, and be a defensive player of the year. So probably that's the sort of player we need on a team with, with someone like Bryce Cotton, you know, the, the Websters and guys that will be looking for their shots there. So Hopefully you can fit in well. Still people are saying that Juop Reed's going to be the other player and maybe they won't get a third import. I'd love that to be the case. In fact, I'd love it to be the case that we get Juop Reed and a third import. Um, that would be so. ideal. You've got your three import slots. Mm. You should use them, right? Unless Juop Reed comes in as a one of those, um, you know, um, flagship players that... Perhaps, players, yeah. perhaps I could reach out to the Kings and maybe get their accountant to, to help them out. Oh, get, get, get out of here. All right, we, let's we move could, on to the Kings. We could do a whole show on that, couldn't we? Let's move on to the Kings. Denzel yeah. Valentine. Who they you know, saw this week? Um, like, Denzel Valentine went since we last or? recorded, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all right, Denzel Valentine, what do you think about that signing? What's he going to bring to this team? Yeah, he's a player that's been a little bit forgotten about in the last few years, but he had some really good good um, you know, times for, in the NBA for the Chicago Bulls. Um, so I think it's a, a good signing there. He's probably someone that's he's still in his late 20s, isn't he? So maybe he hasn't... 29, I think I saw right? ...back yeah. to the NBA. Um, going back to the Kings, and I'm not going to not going to do my usual sort of comments there. I had a look at that roster last week, and oh my goodness, that team is just is loaded. Yeah. I mean, obviously everyone's spoken about Melbourne as well, but that Sydney team, what they've managed to do there, you know, getting their former MVP back, getting the runner-up in the MVP and DJ Hogue um, to the team, and then just some of the other signings they've got there. They're going to be exciting. I think you're probably very much excited to, to be having your season tickets and going to the games this year. And yeah, definitely. I think that throw Hunter to start ahead of Bolden to start off with. Bolden finds his feet. Jordy yeah. Hunter had a really good year last year. Um, you know, almost a timeshare with Tim Suarez. So, yeah. um, 
yeah, and then obviously you're gonna have Jalen Adams, DJ Hogue, um, Denzel Valentine. Who else? Anyone could start, right? Yeah, be I mean, Alex too. Right. Be getting some pretty solid minutes on that team. But for sure, it, it, for it sure. already feels like a better team on paper than last year, which is something. Definitely. Yeah, I think you'll be. I agree. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. They've had two two signings in the last little mm-hmm. period. Gary Brown Jr. come back. I mean, do you think that was the right decision? I didn't mind that one actually. I don't know that he was fully playing healthy all last year. I think he, he fit yeah, in sure. well on that team. Um, I think it was well documented. His shooting was a little bit down. They're probably expecting some better outside shooting from him. But no, I liked um, what he, he did offer last year. So I think that's probably good and getting that familiar sort of player back there. Um, obviously, we expect it will be a new system under coach Mike Kelly there, but I think they did all right getting him. And um, yeah, the other one was getting a, a bit of a forgotten player, right, in, in Craig Moller back. Um, right, so correct. Big, yep. big guy, energetic player. Um, you know, he'll, he'll run from end to end. He'll, you know, create havoc on defense, get offensive rebounds, set screens. So he's that sort of player that most teams would be, be happy having on their on their team, right? And from all reports, developed his game playing over in Europe for the last few years. So we might see a different Craig Moller, a little more mature. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing, to seeing some Reese Vague on that team as well, Woods, to see him come out and just knock down all those corner threes because he's another forgotten about player. He was a, a bit of an end-of-the-bench player for the Wildcats when he left to go yeah. to Japan and overseas, and he's now you know a, a, a boomer sort of B-team player. So, yeah, yeah. That's, they've retooled pretty well. And just quick, Ian Clark to Melbourne. That's that's beautiful, right? I mean, I think come off the bench, and he might have Delhi and Ian Clark and Goulding uh, all starting together. How does that look to you? Yeah, I think he's a smart player in Clark. I maybe didn't love what he put up with Adelaide towards the end of last yeah. season there, but it, look, that team was in a bit of you know disarray, I think. So he knows he's going to have a role going in, like you said, probably in a six-man role with Melbourne on a loaded team there. I so, think he might start from all reports. I is think that what you're it, it, it okay. sounds like Illy's going to come off the bench. Yeah, And uh, the depth chart currently stating that Clark's going to start at the two. Cool. Is he their only American? Three. Is that their only import? Um I think it is because remember there was talk that we were going to run out the all Aussie team there. So uh, yeah, I think you're right. All yeah. Aussie, all local team, I should say. Obviously, there's a you know a Kiwi and yeah, well, they've got they've got Huck Porty. Yeah, like counts as an Aussie, even though he's on the you know South Sudan. Huck Porty German as well, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to to see how it all goes along. And we should say as well, Woods. I think since I know you probably got a few more, but since we last recorded there, they did announce that NBL Blitz is going to be in Gold Coast this year. So I would have loved to go there. You know, I'm a big fan of going to Gold Coast. So you know, for those that can get away. For those that live in Melbourne and put up with the just ridiculously bad weather you guys get there all winter, you know, get down and support your, your favourite team, go to Gold Coast. Um, I would have loved to have gone, but unfortunately just be watching on TV. But that should be a pretty good tournament. That's coming up, I think, in mid-September there. So that's going to be a good chance to, to look at some of these guys. Nice, nice. Okay, just quickly, Trey Kell, um, you know, getting an opportunity in Adelaide. Obviously, Anthony is Cleveland and Robert Franks decided not to come back. Trey Kell safe there for yeah. CJ Bruton, right? I mean, look, no one's ever um, said that I was an Adelaide 36ers fan, Woods, but I've got to say, I was a big fan of Antonius Cleveland and Robert Franks. I love those two guys. But then to lose those two guys within a space of a week, I actually felt really sorry for CJ and the team there. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite the same getting someone like Trey Kell in replacement there. So, yeah, I I have a a few concerns about them this year. I think they're going to be sliding down the ladder. But, yeah, what two players to lose right now? A a month and a half before the season starts, yeah? Yep. It's, it's tough. Um, anyway, we'll see how it all plays out. A few other small, yeah. small signings. Majuk Majuk, Chris Smith, a little-known import, who's a great uh, picked up by Brisbane. Um, yeah. So we'll see how it plays. I think most of the roster spots are now filled up. So yeah. I think just Perth and you know, maybe one other team that has a, few, a spot. Yeah, that plays out, right? For sure, yeah. All right. Let's turn our attention to NBA. Absolutely nothing happening recently, mm. but a couple of couple of signings. We talked about Bobol and how impressed he the Orlando Magic, right? He's yeah. been given a chance now at the Phoenix Suns. He gets to, you know, you know, 
probably learn a little bit from a guy like Kevin Durant there. Um, mm. What do you think about that signing for Phoenix? I don't mind it at all. Um, I think they've actually built up this roster pretty well in Phoenix. They managed to get a few guys on you know smaller contracts, um, guys like Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon getting bowl bowl. So yeah, they've probably been a little bit of a surprise. I think everyone thought they'd get these big guns and then maybe fill it out with lesser known sort of guys. But they managed to get a few veterans, a few guys like Bowl Bowl that haven't quite you know realised their uh, potential now. Potential. So yep, no, I like sure. that signing yeah. there. I think it's a bit of a, a, a no risk type um, signing as well. Yeah, totally. It's a free so, swing. I love exactly. that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's, go, let's talk about Atlanta. We haven't had some Hawks talk in a while. Mm. Do, do they Murray re-ups? Have we spoken about that yet? I think we did speak about that, yeah. You yeah, got, yeah, you yeah, got, yeah, got, really, yeah. got him on a really good deal there, so I think we did, we yep, did yep. very well getting that. Did you read the reports today that the Hawks were, you know, they, we knew they were trying to get Pascal Siakam. They actually offered DeAndre Hunter, my boy AJ yep. Griffin, and some draft picks, and Toronto turned it down. So, interesting. You wonder if they'll maybe sort of think, you know, where we are. You know, two months away from the season and a little bit of change there. So, will they maybe try and up that offer? Well, they maybe say, look, instead of AJ Griffin, we'll give you Jalen Johnson, something like that, maybe yeah. a better draft pick there. So I wouldn't fully rule out that the Hawks will get Siakam. We know they've been pretty um, interested in getting yeah. him there. But for now, I mean, yeah, it's only really the, the Wesley Matthews signing, which, you know... It yep, didn't really, all right, talk to me about it that. Didn't, it didn't yeah. blow me away when I saw that we got him. Um, and we're assuming at this stage that Paddy Mills is going to be there on opening yeah. uh, day, right? So he hasn't been traded for the 100th time this offseason. So we can nearly start to get our jerseys. Um course we have told people we are going to be going to america next year woods how good would it be for the two of us to go to atlanta and see patty mills wearing a hawks jersey so i'm, oh. sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll probably buy a hawks jersey well we of course if he does make it so um fingers crossed he stays but yeah wesley matthews look i mean a veteran player that's going to come in and you know play a bit of defense hit some corners for reason probably that's about it i'm not too excited by that one really. and interesting storyline there if patty mills does stay in atlanta a long friend an old teammate of his, Wesley Matthews. So those two go way mm. back and they've got a really close bond. So it'll be nice to see them reunite at the end of their careers as a starting point, right? I don't mind that too, getting a few veterans. If we keep Paddy, you know, Wesley Matthews, we were quite a young team last year. So getting some of those guys, I don't mind it. Yep, I can see how it plays out. Okay, NBL1, man, a lot happening, right? Um, yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you let us all know about... Um, all the exciting results of the weekend. I might start off in the, the conference yeah. that I cover first, which that's the NBL 1 East. So since we recorded last time, um, the Mighty Hills Hornets um, had a great season. Ended up finishing six on the ladder there. Had a really tough um, playoff game there. So a few of the conferences do it different in the NBL 1 East. It's the 1-8, 2-7, 3 etc. So we actually drew Canberra in the 3-6 matchup. Canberra being, um, you know, they made it to the, the finals of the NBL 1 Nationals last year. So we went down to them. So great season by the, by the Hornets. But... Um, sticking with the East Air Woods, I'm just going to go through each conference today. So I'll try and be quick, but I wanted to really sort of shout out some of these teams. Sure. So, um, sure. In the men's semis in the East, Sutherland knocked off COE uh, by seven. So felt a bit, a bit sorry for COE, though, without uh, Ben Henschel and um, Furphy in their biggest game of the year. Um, the other semifinal was a replay of last year's grand final, um, and Maitland turned the tables and knocked off Canberra in the nation's capital by 13. So... Um, guys like Cranston Leon and uh, Matthew Gray, just you know, really consistent players. So the final will actually see the fifth seed in Sutherland taking on the seventh seed in uh, Maitland. So a bit of a surprise there. Um, my tip in that one, um, look, I'm going to say Sutherland win that. I think Maitland on their day can definitely win and got a good team, but probably like Sutherland's depth a little bit more. 
Um, in the NBL 1 East women's woods, um, the grand final is going to be an absolute cracker between Manly and North. So Manly knocked off that COE team that we saw and we liked so much by seven. Uh, North beat the Comets by 20. So the Comets, of course, Vanessa Panousis and Shyla Hill and, and Jada Crawshaw. So um, Manly have only lost two games all year, but North are in really good form. So um, both of those grand finals will take place this weekend at Sydney Uni. Um, and a big shout-out... <coughs> Shout out to a friend of ours on the show and Matt McQuaid who'll be calling those games and also Jacinta will be calling the women's game there. So wish them both the best of luck. So that's the NBL One East. I'm going to pause and have a drink. And and while you're doing that, man, shout out to to, to John Furphy, man. What He just got picked up by Kansas State. Like Is Kentucky, that right? I think, wasn't, it, wasn't it Kentucky? Uh, yeah, I think it was Kansas, man. Okay, all right. Go on, I'll check that. We'll fact check that. All right, you fact check that while I go into it. So, well, next I wanted to talk about the NBL One North. So that's the only one that's done so far, Wood. So they had their grand finals last week and completely different format in the NBL One North. They play a best of three game series for the final, which I really like. I wouldn't mind seeing the other um, the other conferences doing that. So um, in the women's, Northside swept Rockhampton, winning the two games in convincing fashion by 35 and 11. Courtney Woods has named the finals MVP. Um then the men's woods went to three games with Ipswich beating the Gold Coast Rollers 2-1. So Ipswich's Nathan Sobey was finals MVP. What a star-studded team this Ipswich team is as well. Uh, the Galloway brothers, Deng Deng, Matt Hodgson, and um, Nathan Sobey. So in game three of that game, um, Deng Deng put up 41 points on eight of 14 three-pointers. So he absolutely killed it here. So they're the they're actually going to be my Nationals final prediction to win it all. So I'm going to say that Ipswich go. So they've already got their game confirmed as well. So they're going to be playing um, Rockhampton, who basically get in as winners last year. Even though they got knocked out in the comp this year, as they um, they won last year, they're an automatic inclusion. So that's going to be the first game, Ipswich and Rockhampton. Um, so Rockingham, I should say. So looking forward to that. Um, so that's the West and the East done. We'll go, oh, sorry, the East and the North done. We'll go to the West now. So the grand finals are set. All these other conferences, their grand finals of this weekend. So at the time of recording is Wednesday, the 9th of August. Um, so in the men in the NBL West, uh, Joondalup knocked off Rock, Rockingham. Um, and the West MVP, Devondrick Walker, in an overtime thriller. So they'll take on Geraldton, who destroyed the Perth Redbacks in the other semi. Um, Joondalup finished the season in sixth place, so they'll go to the grand final with a lot of confidence with the form they're in at the moment. Uh, in the women's woods, um, Coburn will take on Willison in a battle of 1-2 from the regular season. Um, so the two winners of the national titles... As you'll probably remember, last year were um, Rockingham and Warwick and the women's respectively. So both couldn't get back to the grand final, but due to them winning last year, they get an automatic invite into that nationals arm that basically yep. starts next month. I um, should say as well, Woods, I wasn't successful in getting the, the gig um, for the for the NBL1 nationals. So for those that don't know, they've been played in Perth. Um, there was submissions for all the NBL1 commentators to try and get a job, uh, a gig over there. So I did try and do it. Unfortunately, you know, with there only being um, eight commentators, I did pick four of them from Perth and then they basically picked one from each other conference. So um, it was the Canberra commentator that managed to get it. So even people like Jacinta and Matt McQuaid didn't get the, the call up for that. So Unfortunate. But you know, I messaged the NBL One media guy and said, look, you know, really happy just to, to have my name in the running sort of thing and I'll keep working on my craft and, and try and get there next year. So that's that's the ultimate game and, and, and uh, the ultimate goal, I guess, to do that. So um, so two more to go. Um, so the Central, 
Uh, men's grand final this weekend, Forestville will take on West Adelaide. Um, West Adelaide are going to be hard to beat Woods, so they've got a team featuring uh, Mitch McCarran, Lachlan Albrick, and Anthony Drimmich. So how's that for a, a big three on their team? Um, in the women's conference, Sturt will play Norwood. Um, so Sturt's um, undefeated all season. The only team in all the NBL 1 conferences to be undefeated. So they'll probably go in as big favourite. Um, and last but not least, the NBL 1 South. Um, so in the men's, um, Knox will take on... Um, so basically, Knox will take on Sandringham in the final. Um, Knox are basically led by Dane Pineau and Ben Eyre and veteran David Barlow last week. Um, and both of those teams had impressive semi-final wins. Um, so Knox beat Mount Gambier, Sandringham beat Diamond Valley. Um, and in the women's, Bendigo and Waverley will meet in the grand final. Um, so Bendigo actually beat Waverley in the quarterfinal two weeks ago. Um, and they're yet to lose all season as well. So sorry, the second team they haven't lost. So they'll go in as hot favourites. So... Did find it quite interesting how different all these um, how they're doing at Woods. You know, some are doing the one versus eight, some are doing three game final series, some are doing the um, first and the second go through to week two. So, honestly, wouldn't mind seeing a bit of consistency in having consistency. A bit hard yeah. to keep up. When I saw there was the best of three in the, the north, I was like, "What's going on here?" So, you know, it's the NBL one East, just everything's one game there. So, I think that's why it shows you teams that you know rank fifth and seven and can be in the final. It's on their day, it's a one-game thing and upsets can happen there. So, um, And the only last thing I wanted to say about NBL 1, a big shout-out to a friend of ours, Lauren Nicholson, um, back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year awards in the NBL 1 East. So big shout-out to Loz. Well done, Loz. Um, yeah, just one thing, Robbie, really, really good summation. John Perfi has committed to Kansas. He's going to be uh-huh. a Jayhawk, right? Sure. Um, and dang, dang, man, no uh-huh. team yet, right? Yeah, it's interesting, else. isn't it? No, Surprise. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, there was rumours maybe Tasmania. They got the jock ding, his yeah. name, namesake. But, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Surely enough to, uh, to you know, find a spot on the NBL roster. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, man. Did you <laughs> You're get excited about this part, aren't you? Yeah. You get a text from Sid, our good friend Sid, seeking, right? Yep. All yep. the way all the way from Florida. Did you get a text from him? I did, yeah, yeah. Okay, and what did that text well, basically just said that there was a page on the way there, so I know you've got something that you're dying to show. So let's get into it. What do you got? All right, all right, all right. So, guys, with that, big page, shout out to Sid. Yep, and for those who can't see, it's a huge box that Sid sent us all the way from Florida, right, with with the Sydney Sea Kings tape on it. Open it on the show, all right? Cool. Open it on the show. Hey, we should say as well, would anyone else that listens or subscribes or anything else like that, if they want to send us any gifts, you know, feel free to, you know. I'm a size 13 and I love Nike F, uh, Air Force Ones, but no, anyway. And I have to tell you, I do not know what's in this box. I do not know at all oh. what's in this box. So this is going to be interesting. It's not like opening a pack. It's going to be a bit harder to open this box, I think, but... Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe get the box cutter handy or something like that. So, no, it's very much authentic for those that, you know, just listening to the audio here. We don't know what's inside this. We know it's going to be a surprise of some sort, but, yeah, we'll find out what it is. All right. All right, well, there's a card. Let's read the card first, right? Nice. Authentic sound effects. I'm liking that. You're ripping it open. This is a box of goodies. <laughs> all right so oh yeah obviously he puts in a few seeking stickers nice one for you one for me robbie right very cool a nice little card here and it says oh this is very nice woody happy 40th mate hope it's a year to remember all this sid plus robbie and woody just a quick mes- m- m- uh, message a package to thank you guys for hours of content via throws Really appreciate it. We appreciate you, Sid. That's great. The yeah. gifts are labeled in the order you should open them, one to seven. 
One is for Robbie. A label in order you should open them one is me okay i'm happy that sid's still speaking to me too after me you know predicting that miami would not have a great season last year so i'm glad that we're still on good terms here. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna open these um this is, how kind of sid is this man yeah you are the right. man he's labeled all of them one to seven. this is this is so generous sid. when you're in sydney next we know you nice dinner steak dinner drinks we love you man count me into the steak dinner woods for sure we value your friendship we value support not only you're a great fan of the show but you're a great human being man so thank you for everything all right so i've got to get this right one seven right so i've got four i've got five i've got three is there a number on all of these sid Oh, this is one. Okay. One is for nice. Robbie. All right. Nice. What you got? <laughs> Let's see what you got here. Christmas in August. Jeez. Oh, oh, oh. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. <laughs> you're going to love this. A Patty Mills bobblehead. Oh, I do love that. That's outstanding. <laughs> Look I've at been that. I've for a Patty Mills bobblehead as well. Sid, you're a legend. I know. I, I remember awesome. him saying that he's got one and he'll send yeah, it to you. I think this is one of the... Could have been one of the stadium giveaways. You'll have yeah, to tell us. Yeah, you can tell by the side with the, you know, the flags and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. That'll be going straight into the, the front row of my bobblehead cabinet in the lounge room, for sure. All right. <laughs> you can actually get that bobblehead cabinet and post it on Twitter one day. Yeah, I should be putting some photos there, yeah. All right, number two is for Woody. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Seven gifts, man. Wow. Hey, this is a lot more than what I've got you for your birthday this year, Woods. I must apologise there. There might be seven gifts for me, unfortunately. All right. What do we got here? This is a bobble too, right? <laughs> it's a Coach Buford bobblehead, right? <laughs> nice. Look at that. Nice. It's a That's Coach great. Buford bobblehead. <laughs> and check this out. We just talked about the Kansas City, Kansas Jayhawks, right? Yeah. Committed to. This is a basketball card of Chase Buford. Oh, outstanding. Playing for Kansas alongside his bullet. This is uh, wow. oh, this is incredible. Is this great. is incredible. Oh, man. I never knew there was a Chase, Chase Buford bobblehead. That's great. It's a Sydney Kings. No, it's a Wisconsin head bobblehead. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good <coughs> Looks quite a bit like it, doesn't it? I think they've got a better budget with some of those ones over there than our um, local bobbleheads. Yeah. Uh, that's quality. Man, look, yeah, it's got fully authenticated. That's <laughs> crazy. And this is only gift two. Wow. Okay. All right. Sorry, I know we're taking a bit of time for this, this guys, today, but that's gift three, four. Mate, the excitement's there. I'm very interested to see what's Gift next. three and four for the pod with love from my daughter, Zoe. All right. Thanks, Zoe. <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. Yes, Zoe, that's so nice. Zoe, you're awesome. <laughs> Looking forward to meeting you one day, Zoe. How cool is this? <laughs> Alright. This looks fragile, so I don't want to get. Alright. Awesome. We have got 
Oh, this is un unreal, man. It's the mascot. <laughs> Harry the Hawk. That's the Hawk. Yeah, Harry the Hawk. <laughs> we got the Celtics, the Clippers, the Hornets. Another Hawks one there. Oh, do these fit in? Okay, yes. So some of these have fallen. So let's move to gift four. All right. Hey, Woods, did you get so excited then that you might have interrupted the recording? So apologies. I might have. Fix that together. So you've made, you've made my job extremely hard tonight. So I'm Yeah, I think I might have accidentally pressed spacebar opening this. Okay, so we're going to gift four, which is for the post. So gift three was all the uh, mascots of the various different teams from Zoe. Nice. I might have accidentally pressed. Oh, we've got Kinder Surprise. <laughs> NBA X with toys in them. And my wife loves these in the surprise, but she throws nice. away the toys. So I might give them to her and see what's in there. Thanks, Zoe. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, five and six are for the pod two. This is amazing from Sid. What a big heart. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's a pack of cards. Ooh. It's a pack of cards. I think with all the stuff we're opening today... Yeah, why don't we save that pack for our next episode of words? Because I know you've yeah. ordered some that haven't come yet, so that'll be perfect. What, oh, what pack it's an NGM session pack. We've opened oh, these the big ones before awesome. on the show before. Yeah, we awesome. yeah. All right, well, that's our next, um, next pack to be opened for sure. All right, number six is for the pod as well. <laughs> Sid, we will open them on the next week's... Definitely. Or next next episode of the show. Oh, we've got a, we've got a top, top pack here. Nice. Another pack looks like. Yes, patches them up well, Sid. Like we said, that All works right. out well because you have had a few problems with the packs we've ordered arriving, so how we set. The 94-95 tops there, right? Excellent, excellent. And number seven <laughs> is four. There's so much stuff here. Wife I'd love to do like Chris Kringle or something with Sid and him, him getting my name or two with the way he does his presents. That'd be great. <laughs> Number seven is the Skittles from Burley. <laughs> so Skittles, you got a gift. You got a gift. Oh, how good is that? How good is that? That's the Skittles. Cool. This nice. is so thoughtful, Sid. Thank Very. you so much. Thanks everything to us. Sorry, I was so excited. I, I I paused the recording, so just do a bit of cut and paste there, Robbie. Sorry about the uh, uh, making it difficult. So, yep. Any words for Sid, Robbie? Ah, uh, mate, that's that's extremely generous there. I can't wait to get my hands on that Patty Mills bobblehead woods. Um, I'll be keeping the box in pristine condition, but putting it in the front row of my cabinet. And I'll um I'll get some photos of that cabinet as well, right? Because I think a few people have seen me show off some of the bobbleheads on the show from time to time. But nah, such a, a generous um thought, um, Sid. Can't wait to catch up and, and meet you in person, obviously, like Woody has done before. So I really appreciate it, mate. All right. Take it, Bobby. Yeah. So, look, it was great to be back. Um, we thought we'd probably say, Woods, um, we're not going to be here next week. We're going to have one more week off, but after that, we're going to be back every week. So you're not, you're not getting rid of us um, that easy there. So um, as always, you know, feel free if you've got any ideas for the shows, jersey suggestions to get in contact with us. Um, of course, if you want to do that on Twitter, we're at throwbackshoops. Um, Instagram with throwback.hoops and our email address is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Should say as well, Woods, um, we do have some pretty good guests lined up. We're going to start our NBL previews, I think, from the next show, right? Or what, the one after that? 
Um, but we've got some some pretty good guests lined up for that. So looking forward to, to talk a lot more NBL and then get prepared for this NBA season. So what about uh, yourself? From the next show. From yeah. the next show, we're going to do yep. it. Yeah, yep. so um, yeah, Patreon. Appreciate everyone's support. Um, yeah, I mean, looking forward to a new season, right? So... Absolutely, yeah. I think this season of the NBA more than ever was, as we said, I'm, I'm in, um, anxiously anticipating the, the schedule release, which is probably going to be next week. As soon as I get that, I'm going to start our itinerary for our February 2024 trip, and I'm going to finally see some NBA games in person, which is still a bit hard to believe, but, yeah, I'm going to be like a, a kid in a candy store. And there has been a little bit of talk that we might be opening up our wallets when we go to Atlanta Woods and potentially getting some courtside seats or somewhere very close to the, the, the action. Yep. So can't wait for that. Hey, when we're in Vegas or in, in LA, let's hit up Sid and see if he's keen to, you know, catch up for us for a night, you know? So, Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right, man. From the team at Throwback Hoops, Robbie and I, much love. Peace out.